Hello again, guys, and welcome to another episode of On the Range Podcast with Warhog Tactical and Kelly Defense. And thank you for making us part of your day. I am Mark Kelly and joined, as always, with my co-host and friend from Warhog Tactical, Rick Hogg. How's it going, author? <laughs> well, thank you there, author <laughs> and podcast host. It's going awesome. Yeah. Hey, I just want to thank the, the viewers, listeners out there for giving us your most precious commodity to tune in. Guys, we couldn't do without you. Listen here, we live in the greatest country in the world. Don't let all these naysayers, woke people, all this other rubbish get you down. You keep your heads up, America, because you know what? We're going to squish this woke bug like the cockroach it is. But since you're out there cruising on the interwebs, do us a huge favor. Swing by warhog.com, kellydefense.com. Sign up for them newsletters. Trust me, I will not inundate you with any newsletters because AI has struck my ability to send out newsletters, right? Because I've somehow violated somebody's terms of service, which I have no clue what's happened. I get stuff pulled off of YouTube because they change stuff. This AI is out of control. Listen here, guys. Call your senators. Call your representatives. Tell them you want internet reform. You want AI gone. You want Google gone. Can Facebook, all these other rubbish people trying to pump your kids with propaganda. Woo! And speaking of propaganda, we've got a great show for you. But since you are out there cruising on the interwebs, you might as well swing by patreon.com forward slash on the range podcast. Get away from all them savages trying to indox you. Come over to us where we're 1% better every single day. Like-minded people all over the world, man, bi-monthly Zoom calls with me and Mark, monthly challenges, 60-plus training videos on there, growing weekly. Man, what a fantastic group to be in. Listen here, law enforcement officers, we've got a special, let me say that again, a special tier just for you, right? We appreciate the hard work you do, and we want to give back, give you guys a little something so you can get into the OTR universe, save yourself a couple ducat sets. That's us just giving back. Don't forget, you can swing by Vimeo.com. Gets, uh, you know, OTR training on demand there. Yeah. You know, when you're, as far as the show goes, whatever platform you listen to, hit that subscribe button, leave us a rating review. Trust me, we will let you know when you leave us a review because we will make it public to the world. Uh, we're on Roku, Amazon, all that other good stuff. Guys, just help us beat this AI algorithm and get the word out there. And Mark, I think this episode is brought to you by... The Firearms Training Notebook, 1% better Ooh. every day, brought to you by Warhawk Tactical and Kelly Defense. Yeah, and that's another good thing, too. We got the 1% better every day and the On the Range podcast swag. It's coming out this week, so make sure you go to those websites and check it out. We'll be posting some stuff about it, but we've, after a lot of people been asking for it, we finally got off our lazy butts. <laughs> we were not 1% better on the swag, swag department. No, yeah, but, yeah. but we're there. <laughs> yeah, we're there. We're there. Mm -hmm. Now we'd had a lot of things going. It was busy. The silly season just got passed. You know, Rick had some classes right out of the gate. Plus, uh, you know, we had some graduations. We had some other things and it was just, it was just busy. So we apologize mm -hmm. for that. It took so long, but the swag is coming out. It's going to be out here in the next couple of days. You go to the websites, you click on there, you can buy it right from there and it's print on demand or zoom right to your house. And I actually been very impressed with our vendor for the print on demand for the, the swag, the shirts and hats. Uh, they ship uh, most of the time within two days, 
Most mm. of the time within two days, you're going to have it inside of a week. And we've got it very reasonably priced. Almost We have zero profit margin on this, to be honest with you. We just want to get that swag out there because we've been asking. You guys have been asked for it. And we're glad to get it out there and, and represent the OTR universe. It's a lot of fun, a lot of good stuff. Rick's wearing, sporting the 1% better everyday tee. Man, let me get that, that logo out. That is looking good. Man. Yes. Getting there. Yeah. My barrel chest of freedom yeah, fire. looks awesome. Man, yeah. It does, buddy. I, I'm, I'm impressed with it. You know, so yeah, yeah we're gonna yeah. make a couple little tweaks, and it's gonna be out there this week. Ooh, that's almost mm-hmm. a rhyme. But you know what? I'm in a great mood. I'm in a great I'm in mood, a, Rick. I'm I'm in a better mood, buddy. How about them apples? Probably, Ooh. probably it's, it's, <laughs> it's probably. But I'm in a great mood. Uh, I know you got a yeah. story to tell, and we got a topic that we're going to talk about. I know we're we're talking about a lot of different stuff, but this is a good one. This isn't anything anybody has not said before. This isn't mm-hmm. revolutionary. We just want to remind everybody that you're going to catch a heck of a lot more bees with honey than you do with vinegar, as my mom said. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah you know, it, it, there's there's a couple of things, guys, right? So um, kind of pre-production, me and Mark were talking, and it was just one of those that, you know, kind of was out about doing my stuff today with uh, my uh, my newest law enforcement and, you know, partner out there with me. So long story short, you know, see somebody out there. Hey, man, how you doing? Eh, it's Monday. I'm like, dude, you're alive. How about them apples, right? I got me another Monday under my belt. How about that? Man, when my eyes open in the morning, I'm glad to be alive. And we just seem to have in this country, dude, Debbie Downers, for lack of better terms, people aren't happy. And I I, I don't get it, right? I am alive today. What am I going to do? What does today in hold, you know, for me? What adventure am I going to go on? Because God knows who knows what's going to pop up, right? But it's, it's, you've just seen this flow of negativity in this country. And you can sit there and go, where's this stem from? You know, stem from, it stems from the top. It stems from entertainment. It stems from the magic boxes pumping you with propaganda and all this other rubbish, right? I'm telling you guys, can that stuff. Pick up an old-fashioned book, do some reading, be around like-minded people, right? And don't be afraid to interact with people. So, you know, same thing, old boys, like, it's Monday. I'm like, dude, how about this? You're alive. You know, and you kind of see a little, you know, wheel spinning, but it was, you try to just energize some people and go, dude, be grateful for being alive. Be grateful for the day. Capitalize on it. Don't sit there and go, uh-huh, it's Monday. Now, yes, I put my my Monday funny videos out there to give you guys a chuckle and start the week off right, but that's just kind of what we do. Um, you know, the other thing, Mark, and, and I'm going to circle back on both of these and kind of get your opinion, but we talked about kindness is contagious. So, of course, here at Warhog Tactical, almost one of our daily duties is going to the post office and meeting our fulfillment. Uh, we haven't quite mastered getting the post office to come to us like some other places, but we're working on that. But uh, go to the post office, right? And holding doors open for people. So I end up holding an old, you know, door open for one old boy. He goes out and just at that, our post office there, it's a double door type deal. And then he sees somebody else coming. What's he do? He holds the door, right? A couple of people pass through. Okay, cool. He finally holds the door open for me. We walk out. Hey, buddy, thanks. Have a great day. And yeah, I'm telling you, just be a good person, man. It's easy. Be happy for life. Wake up in the morning joyful, right? 
You've got another day. What are we going to do? How are you going to make yourself 1% better? How are you going to harness better relationships with your wife, with your kids, with your friends, with your you know, family, whatever? How are you going to make your body 1% better? How are you going to make your mind 1% better? If you're carrying a firearm, how are you going to make that skill 1% better? How are you going to be spiritually 1% better? I mean, we go on and on and on. But man, it, it's almost like I can't figure out. It, it's the sabotaging of America, right? When we take a step back. And heck, maybe that should be the title, or maybe I'll do a war hog words of wisdom. I might do one on that, just sabotaging America. Let me write that down because my mm. TBI always there. Um, <laughs> but it's almost like they want you to be down. It's almost like, you know, right is wrong, wrong is right. And, and I'm just absolutely baffled at how we as a society, as a country, are like 180 wrong and you got to sit yeah. there and go, where's it, where's it, where's it coming from? You know? Yeah. But before we jump down that rabbit hole, buddy, I'd, I'd love to hear, um, you know, kind of your thoughts on, on kind of the gratefulness and then just acts of kindness. No, I, I think you hit the nail on the head. It It is contagious. And on the flip side of that, so is having those negative negative thoughts, voicing those negative, negative thoughts. Oh yeah, it's Monday. Oh yeah, I'm doing, yeah, it's Monday. I hate Mondays. You know, in a workplace that's going to resonate, especially if you're in a position of leadership. And I guess mm -hmm. I just don't have any interest in having a contact with a person and leaving that person worse than they were when they came to me or ran into me. I just have no interest in doing that whatsoever. It doesn't do me any good doesn't do that person any good, doesn't do anybody any good to be a jackass. It just doesn't. Or mm -hmm. or spread negativity, make them feel worse about their day or worse about themselves because of something I said. Have no interest in it whatsoever. And you're right. It is easy to be like that. It's, I think it's equally as easy to be positive, to look on the upside of everything. Because here's the thing, no matter what that problem is, until you do something about it, it's going to be there. You can complain. You can do whatever you want. You can grumble about it. It ain't going away until you fix it. And it's the same way with being just in your life, maybe not satisfied or or having that great idea and just not executing it. And we're going to have a, a vantage point on that too. You and I don't seem to have that problem. Now, we, we filter things through each other so we don't look crazy or waste a bunch of time and resources. But at the same mm -hmm. time, we have something that we – we feel that we want to do and it's going to work and it's a good idea. It's something we need to pursue. It's going to make our businesses better. It's going to make us better. Mm -hmm. We have no trouble in executing that. So that's, yeah, that's another line of, uh, of, uh, of shows. But again, like you said, it's contagious, both being miserable and being on the upside. Yeah. It, you bring up a great point. Let's think about it. Let's rewind the tape here a minute. Yeah, let's go back to what? 1989. Great year by the way. Right? Fantastic oh, yeah. year. Yeah. Uh I think that's when you I think that's when you came over, right? 89? It is. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um so now we fast forward and we'll just go to, you know, 2020, right? Just as a slight fast forward a little little further back. So what these two young punks know that were hard as woodpecker lift jumping out of airplanes back in the 80s, 90s, you know. Um know about podcasting there wasn't even a thing called podcasting right i think we were probably still running eight tracks back then but 
my point being is if you look at everything we've done thus far, it's been kind of self-taught or you've reached out to try to get help from people or, you know, some mentorship or whatever. My point to the whole part is we live in the greatest country in the world and there's nothing you can't do. You just have to figure it out. You got to navigate some roads. Yep. There's some learning in there. Did anyone come up and go, Hey guys, here's podcasting 101. Nope. Listen to our first episode. The proof's in the pudding. Janky. Hokey. Right. But you pulled the trigger. Um, the book was good because we kind of bounced it back and forth, worked all that, kind of did all our stuff. And, and yeah, happy with that product with, where that came out, right? U.S. manufacturing, you know, in honor of Duco Luplish, you know, it, it, things are going, you know, web design. I mean, we can go on and on and on. There was no magical book that had all the answers, right? It was trial and error, hard research. You know, yes, I, I'm on my third web platform. You know, it's just, but my point being is not to go, hey, look at me. My point is, if you take nothing away from the words that come out of our lips, be grateful every single day you're alive, have your goals for life, be 1% better, and you're going to start making those leaps and bounds to hitting those marks you want to do. And I mean, brother, we've, man, we've sitting there just chipping away at the iceberg for lack of better terms. And hopefully it's it's helping people out there to go, well, man, these two guys can do it. I can do it. You, yeah, you yeah. can. Get no, your absolutely. show going. Get, get get your book written. Get your swag going. Whatever. Right? Um, the magic formula is this. And I think you'll agree. It's hard work. You, you got to put the time in. Right? Now, I'm going to say this. There's a careful balance. Right? So we, we both kind of have different spectrums i'm 100 in you know running warhawk tactical mark still has you know his regular job he's doing and doing kelly defense so there's that you know i tell people that still have for lack of better terms a daytime job there's a balance right because you can't go from work roll home dive so deep into work or your business that now you're negating or neglecting your family right because that's going to have catastrophic yeah. results down the road but yeah. you can sure chip away. You know, think oh, yeah. about it. You you put an hour a day towards the business. You got five hours at the end of Friday. You know, maybe you put two, two and a half hours in on Saturday and a couple hours on Sunday. Dude, that's 10 hours, right? That's a bunch of work. Barring your yeah. product, barring, barring you've got your, your stuff written down on paper, your goals, your marks. Dude, you can start cruising to where you want to be. And then eventually that daytime job goes way of the dodo bird and you're running your business full steam, Monty. And yeah, it's not easy, right? But you got to have them goals, man. Um, if you got people saying you can't do it, don't listen to them. If somebody says can't, we don't use the C word in the hog house. <laughs> and I ain't talking about that. I ain't talking about that other C word, right? Can't. That real nasty one. Yeah. The nasty, nasty, uh, the nasty C word. Nope. <laughs> we don't use the C yeah. word in the hog house. Okay. I might be struggling. I might have some difficulties. Can't, can't does not work. If can't comes out your mouth, slap yourself. Honestly, yeah. because you're, you're clipping yourself at the ankles. Well, I can't do, there's nothing I can't do. Uh, you know, I'm a realist and go, 
I may not be the best. Hey, Rick, we want you to fly the space shuttle out the way, jerky. I'll get this thing up there. You know, landing might be a little rough, you know, orbiting around the moon or Earth or might have some issues. We'll figure it out. But man, don't ever say you can't do something. And if somebody tells you you can't do it, they're not in your corner. Get rid of them. Say, beat it. But um, yeah, it, it's just. No, it's a great point, man. Yeah. It's a great point. It, you yeah. got to keep your head up. And that's, a, that's another, that's for another discussion. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, the whole, you know, failure to execute. Um, yeah. We'll have to definitely get into that, but that happens a mm-hmm. lot. That happens a lot. Oh, yeah. People, people don't yeah. even start stuff. So no, cause, yeah. cause they're, they're, they're afraid. Right. Or yeah. they start and somebody says, Oh, you can't do that. <laughs> Tell me I can't motivate me more. Right. Just so yeah. I can go, let me show you, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. You know, it's but, funny how these conversations you... start. <clears throat> no, go ahead. Yeah, it's funny how these conversations start because I think we got on there. We're talking about the T-shirts and mm-hmm. you know, kind of messing around with that and uh, talking about how that's all going to work. And um, then we start going into, you know, the story about you know, people being down and that kind of thing and where that kind yeah. of, you know, kind of all comes from. And I brought up the fact that, you know, I'm always talking about the entertainment on the vantage point and there was a new show came out and I had heard some stuff about it. And I thought, what the heck? I'm going to give it a shot because this is this is a origin story about a character that Rick and I know very well. This mm-hmm. show, the original show, this is a redo, or I guess a spinoff, mm-hmm. is something that started in the late '60s, early '70s, and we used to watch almost every day on Saturdays after school. And that was the Scooby Doo Mystery Inc. series. You know, just great classic American TV, Hanna-Barbera product. You know, I don't know who owns mm-hmm. it now because it's definitely taken a big turn to the left. But I yeah. brought this up to Rick. Have you heard about this at all, Rick? No, no. It, I'm not going to lie, Mark, right? Uh, I'm, I steer away from, as I like to dub it, the propaganda machine, right? Because that's what entertainment's turned into. And, yeah. you know, this now with you kind of example, tell, Right. But it, here it is. You talk about Scooby-Doo. Back in the day when we were growing up, there was no subliminal messaging, right? There was no, it was just pure entertainment, right? Here's Shaggy, or not Shaggy. Yeah, it was Shaggy, Shaggy, Scooby, and the gang in the Mystery Machine van, right? The old panel van. Classic. Um, There's one that runs around this neighborhood, man. It is bad. <laughs> it looks but, just like it. Yeah, but but out solving mysteries, right? Mm-hmm. You know, words like zoinks, you know, I mean, people, if I, if I went zoinks, <laughs> yeah, people would be like, what are you talking about? But yeah, no, it, it, it was just good entertainment. And yeah, I, I'm not going to lie, buddy. When you started going down the roads, man, I, it, it chapped me a little bit, right? Because it, yeah. it just shows why I don't tune into this propaganda because that's what it is. So I'll let you deep dive into what your eyes have witnessed. Uh, yeah, I guess Hollywood, for lack of better terms, put their spin on. Yeah. So, yeah. You know, and it, the late, great Casey Kasem of the American Top 40 was the voice of Shaggy and Scooby-Doo, I think. He was great, uh, great at that. And, man, he did a great yeah. job. It was just a lot of fun. The clothes was all, were awesome. Just a great, <laughs> great thing. If you guys have never seen it, I'm sure you can find it somewhere. Uh, go Probably ahead and check that out. But go into the old Scooby-Doo. Not the new yeah. products that came out in the early 
2000s, not those. No. We're talking about the ones, the 1960s uh, or late 60s, early 70s TV mm. series. Go check those out. They're, yeah. they're classics. But anyway, this is courtesy of the Daily Wire. Um, big fan of the Daily Wire. Don't like everything about them, but I do think they're fair reporting. But mm. Mindy Kaling's Woke Velma makes history for its dismiss, dismal reviews. Now, those who are uh, listening, you can't see this, but Minnie Kalings uh, is a comedian actress, and um, she is behind this new Velma TV series, which is being shown on HBO, HBO Max. Now, Mindy Kaling, remember, she was in the office, and I, I always thought she was great on the show. Um, mm-hmm. I think some of the stuff that she's done is very good. She's very funny or has the ability to be very funny, uh, but this is just absolutely a disaster. And the big thing was is we – I, I heard about it coming out on the Daily Wire reporting, Rick, and they had uh, mentioned that there was going to be some some uh, characters that are going to be different. They're going to have they're going to have different ethnicities and things like that. And honestly, that really didn't really didn't bother me too much. It really didn't. Mm-hmm. But then it got to the point where it was so so far to the left, and and this was supposed to be an origin story for Velma and how she's the one that actually started the Mystery Inc., not uh, Fred and, and, and Daphne, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, uh, Velma is now, um, I guess, South Asian would be, and would be the uh, ethnicity you would describe her as. Uh, mm-hmm. There is no Shaggy. There, there is a, you know, Shaggy Rogers. His real name was Orville, but they have, there's a character named Morville, and he's African American. Uh, actually, I thought his character was pretty damn good. But um, basically, what it is is Velma's running the show. Fred's not running the show. He's an idiot. They're all in high school still, and they're, you know, she's solving a mystery all on her own. She's got her own backstory. Um, mm-hmm. You know, it, it took a big turn. The very first scene is a shower scene, a shower scene of pre-adult teens in high school. And there's a fight and then it's, and then the mystery goes from there. And mm-hmm. I got to tell you, Rick, I, I gave it a fair shot. I watched the first episode. I'm going to watch more. And not one laugh, not one time did I think, well, this is funny. The animation is is not great. It's not bad. It looks like it's something I would have seen when my kids were watching some of the new Scooby-Doo's. It's not, not awesome, but Mm -hmm. man, it is just not funny, not Mm -hmm. funny at all. Uh, there's a couple of, uh, lady detectives that they make them look like idiots and it's just the, um, the virtue signaling and the, the wokeness is just in your face all the time. And it's just not funny, which is a shame. Yeah, and and that's what you're seeing, unfortunately, come from these entertainment industries, I guess, for lack of better terms, right? It's this, there's an agenda. They're trying to push something, right? The the sexualization, indoctrination of children, you know, to where somehow um, it, it's okay to, to do certain things with kids or sit there and mutilate them or whatever their agenda is, right? Like, like I can't understand where we as, as a society who are supposed to take care of our children. Now society thinks it's okay to do all this craziness to kids. Right. And then you have all these shows that are sitting there supporting it or subliminally giving you propaganda to go, Oh yeah, it's okay. No, no, it's, it's not. 
Yeah. You know, you think about this. What, what's the number one taboo thing in the world is messing with kids, right? And now you got old Bill Gates going, oh, whatever his relationship was with Epstein and everything else. It's, hey, dude, you're probably a pedo, right? You think you got money, power, all this other stuff, and that's like their ultimate deal. But it's like this plague epidemic, and you're seeing it whip across the country to now where it's interjecting into entertainment, right? I don't want no propaganda. I want to sit there if I'm going to supposedly watch something that's funny, have a chuckle, laugh, whatever. You know, I want to hear this winks. You know, I, I mean yeah. something. But why does everything have some twisted agenda? Right? I don't know. Why why are we sitting there going, you know, boys are girls, girls are boys? I, I, we're so confused which way is up. And it, it tries to pump you to go, it's okay. No, it's not okay. Right? I, I don't care if you want to take a classic show, right? And you want to change the ethnicity. I give a crap, right? I don't care. It doesn't bother me. Do what you want, right? But when you start putting your woke agenda, or as I like to dub it, your propaganda, right? Because you're trying to sway people to your way of thinking. To me, it's wrong. It's not yeah. your place, you know? Yeah. And, and I think the idea itself is not a horrible idea. It's not a horrible idea at all. I mean, let's face it. There's a lot of entertainers. There's a lot of productions out there. They're just out of ideas. They're out of mm -hmm. ideas because they're not thinking about making entertainment. They're thinking about how am I going to impact the uh, SJW world or whatever. Hey, mm -hmm. that's when the entertainment, that's when the the enjoyment stops. That's that's mm -hmm. when the creativity stops. You're putting it through this funnel of having to change somebody's appearance or make them have a different orientation, whatever. But if you, if that's mm -hmm. all you're concerning and you're trying to throw that in there, the story's not even that great. It's, it's just, it's terrible. And she is, pro I think she is so much better than this. And it's obviously mm -hmm. what they're trying to do. Matter of fact, this is so bad. This is so bad that this is actually but worse than the Santa Inc. that came out this past year with those two comedians, Seth Rogen and, um, yep. Um, I forget yeah, the other her name and they're on, but they're both funny. They're both very yeah. good. They've done some great stuff and they were number five worst of all time. So I am DB has rated this show, the third worst show of all time. Now, this was as of the 20, uh, the 24th. So just a few days ago, yeah. um, yeah, 41,000, uh, one stars, mm. 41,000. And, you know, it just it just keeps coming and coming. You know, the just here's this is uh, some of the quotes from the article. The jokes aren't funny. It's not cool. It's not hip. Mm -hmm. It's the opposite. If it's majority offensive, it's offensive for two reasons. One reasons it reads one or more one for how horrible it is. It's at the really bottom of the barrel. Terrible. And two for the obvious sexism and racism. Mm -hmm. I agree. I agree. They, they say all kinds of things and it's always focused on, you know, the beautiful people are automatically bad. They're, they're jackasses <laughs> they're dumb. Um, you know, Fred, you know, who was the, you know, the jock mastermind, you know, the boss of the mystery mm -hmm. ink crew in the original series is now an idiot. He's got, you know, he's very self-conscious. He's got some kind of ailment that, you know, people would make fun at if you're in high school. It's just, it's so obviously uh, in your face. It's just, it's terrible. It's mm -hmm. absolutely terrible. I'm glad I'm, you know, I watched one episode of the, of the Santa Inc. And it was the same way, but this blows it out of the water. You know, the She-Hulk, when they came out with that, um, you know, it was on Disney plus, I believe. Mm 
watched a couple episodes of that. You know what? It, it just, it looked bad. It wasn't any good. And the, the premise of Velma, the premise of She-Hawk, honestly, mm-hmm. I remember back in the day, she was, that was a great comic. Yeah. It's not a horrible idea, but they just ruined it. I don't, and now you may know some of this more than, than I do, Rick. I don't know how they, they have to have purchased these properties. They had to have purchased maybe Velma and Fred and Daphne are the only ones that they were able to use. Cause you know, after so many years, mm-hmm. um, fair use, you can start making movies and, sure. and their images and likeness stuff after so many years, I think it's like 80 years or something. I don't know how long this has been around. I, maybe, I don't know. No, it's, it's a long time. I, I don't think it's been 80 be years. I, no, I'm you, saying in it, general, I think that's the, some of yeah. the laws are like, a, a and, you know, several decades. Yeah. And that would be, you know, average lifespan kind of sort of around there. If you want to look at, you know, I, I don't know, yeah. brother, right. I, I, when it comes to all that in Hollywood and, and all this other stuff, I, I don't know, but I, here's part of it, right. You got to look at some of these actors and actresses taking these parts and participating, right. They kind of know what they're getting themselves into, right? And they know kind of where this storyline's going. And you got to sit there and go shame on them for doing it, right? It's like you're part of the problem as well. So I'll throw this piece out. You know, here's – I learned this. I was watching um, – I forget, some <sighs> – some documentary or something about heat. And I think it was actually based off of the, um, the shootout. It wasn't actually an LA shootout. I think it was actually in, um, I think it was in Chicago. If I remember right that the movie heat was based off of, but part of that, when they were talking about it was Val Kilmer turned down a $7 million deal to take $400,000 to be in the movie heat, which by the way, is a fantastic movie. And his request was, hey, I'll do this at that price cut for one thing. When you do the movie poster, I want to be in the middle because you had Al Pacino on one side and you had, um, oh, I'm drawing a blank now. TBI's kicking in. Uh, why can I not think? Robert De Niro. At Robert De Niro. Thank you. Yeah. Um, that, that was all that he wanted, right? Between... Robert De Niro, Al Pacino sitting there in the middle. It's like, boom, you know, um, wow. For basically $6.5 million. Where's kind of, where's, where's those things? Hey, I want to be between two greats in this industry. Right. And I'll take, and I'll take a super price cut versus me going, yeah, let me have this woke agenda and help pump this woke, whatever's going on. I, I, I don't get it. I really don't. Yeah. And I don't understand that whole Hollywood premise. And personally for me, I think it could use a total revamp because I don't yeah. know the last time, you know, they've done anything worth a hoot. Yeah. And once someone says they don't like it because you see the average tomato meter is 42% mm-hmm. and the average audience score is 6%. 6%. Mm-hmm. I, I've never... I've never looked up anything that low. You know, I thought that, like I said, the Santa Inc. was going to be low. This is absolute. This is a horrible, horrible mm-hmm. uh, result. And I, I can't imagine that it's going to be on there very much longer. You know, Top Gun, you know, just a great, great movie. Um, mm-hmm. Surprise, surprise. It just it went out there. But what I was going to say is when you don't like it, then there's a problem with you. 
there's a problem with you if you don't like it, the consumer, uh, which is the weirdest course. thing. If 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 I if I'm hoist, and <clears> someone <throat> says, "Hey man, the watermelon sucks," mm -hmm. you think yeah, they're going to start changing it. They're going to make it so everybody likes it, and it still does what it's deliver what it's supposed to. Which, by the way, is one of my favorite um, flavors. Watermelon, phenomenal. Watermelon is is quite delicious. Yes. It, um, here's your, your, your target audience is the one that you're trying to please. It's not the, it's not the, you're not trying to show how woke you can be or what you can get no. away with. No. It, it, but see, here's the whole part, Mark, right? Is it goes back to the very almost foundation of this country where, oh, well, you don't like this. Eh, you don't like that. Eh, right. No, I'm entitled to my opinion, right? My opinion is is currently dubbed misinformation because God forbid I say something that's my opinion. Oh, that's misinformation. No, it's not misinformation. It's my opinion. But we're seeing this. We're seeing this like if you don't agree, oh, there's something wrong with you. You're, you're wrong. No, it's my opinion, right? If something's not palatable to me, whether it's taste, hear, see, it doesn't matter, right? That's my opinion. Why don't we get and and uh, I gotta go. It, it sits very close to the computer. Bam! There it is. You know what I'm gonna pull out? Constitution of the United yep. States, right? I'm entitled to my opinion. I can say what I want. And you're watching at least for, you know, for Velma here that people are talking. People are going, dude, one star, right? So number one, they're taking the time to give a rating. In an overwhelming amount, it's like, okay. You, you probably need to take a step back, but nobody will, right? Nobody, no. they're so embedded to their beliefs that you're not entitled to your opinion. I'm not entitled to my opinion. It's this agenda that they're tied to. And, and I'm like, get over it, man. In yeah. this great country of the United States of America we live in, I'm entitled to my opinion. The First Amendment gives me that right to free speech. And I can say whatever I want. That hoist watermelon is quite delicious. <laughs> yeah. Here's another quote from the article from the Daily Wire. This was atrocious. I watched the entire first episode and did not laugh laugh once. Not even a chuckle. The jokes were so juvenile, so heavy-handed, and the premise so far removed from the original IP, it was embarrassing. And there's a couple of – I guess that was a review, for, I think, from uh, IMDb. Mm -hmm. Um, and why is this a series? This is another quote. Why is this series about sex? And what does anyone have random sexual situations have to do with Scooby-Doo? Mm -hmm. I also do not know nor care. Speaking of which, where is Scooby and where is Shaggy? I, like hmm. I said, that might have something to do with the in, in, uh, intellectual property, the ownership mm -hmm. of that, because they have to have some ownership of it to be able to do this. You know, Hannah, yeah. Bar Hannah Barbera was a long uh, standing owner of that. And then Paramount, mm -hmm. I don't know, is Paramount, uh, they, is does Paramount owned by HBO or vice versa? It might be. I'm not so sure. Maybe that's the yeah. That's the connection, maybe. But the first, the first signs that I knew something was going to be up with this because I was like, oh, okay, you know, another remake. And we're out of ideas. Maybe it's good. This is what mm -hmm. uh, Kaling said. Hopefully, you noticed my Velma is South Asian. Kaling said last year to a crowd of fans. If people freak out about it, I don't care. Well, I tell you right now. But I look at this this picture of uh of velma i didn't i didn't know she was south asian i didn't really even care it looks like mm -hmm. velma to me yeah that's what it's all about very early on you knew where this was going and you knew 
if someone doesn't care what anybody thinks about it, they're just going to push whatever they narrative they want to push. That's not for pure mm-hmm. entertainment purposes. This mm-hmm. is what you're going to end up with. They have to be paying all this stuff up front. They have to be paying. They are not making money on this. They're not going to get any new um, subscribers to HBO Max because of the show. Mm-hmm. No one's coming to HBO Max to watch Velma. It's not happening. Well, not happening. Yeah. And, and we, were, we were talking about this before. It's like, look at Netflix, right? Netflix yeah, well, had, point. They, they were having hundreds of thousands of freaking subscribers bail. Why? Hey, dude, I don't need to be in docked, right? I just want yeah. some entertainment. So let's think about it. Even on that that review there, you know, their first comment, just like you said, hey, the first scene is this, you know, preteen adult, you know, shower scene or whatever. It's like, yeah, why are we why are we got you know sexually yeah, explicit stuff yeah. right right from the get go, right? Yeah, because the the true original Scooby Doo, there was none of that, nothing, no. never addressed, didn't need to be, mm-hmm. right? No. So right there, it, and the more I sit there and think about it, are they testing the water? Hey, what can we get away with? What can we push? Oh, rating said that. Who cares? All right, we'll readjust or, or reapproach. I, I, I don't know. Yeah. But I, I'm just tired, you know, of them thinking somehow somebody cares about Hollywood, right? We don't care. If you work in Hollywood, don't care. Produce yeah. enter, produce entertainment, right? Don't put your your personal two cents in there, right? And then why is she going to say, well, you notice my character was was South Asian? It, it doesn't matter. No. Right? No, I didn't. It, it, yeah. It, if you're worried about the ethnicity of your character, you're missing the mark, right? That's not mm-hmm. what it's about. It's about entertainment, right? I care less what your ethnicity is. Make me laugh. Make me chuckle. Keep, you know, if it's a drama suspense, keep me on my seat. Oh, what's going to happen? Oh, I think I know who the killer is. Nope. Then at the last minute, bam. You know, it's like, oh, it's this guy. You know, Mr. So-and-so with the with the candlestick. Oh, I didn't see that one. That's Mr. what I want. Mr. Robinson. They yeah. all said it together in unison. It was great. They pulled the mask you know, off, you know, after they catch yeah. him. They, oh. what, a, what a great shit series, you know. Oh, but yeah, at, right. at the same time, man. You make a great point about Netflix and, you know, the reason why, you know, they had uh, stranger things, they had stranger mm-hmm. things and they knew that those kids were going to grow up quick because of their age. So they mm-hmm. knocked those seasons out and it was a good show. However, yeah. all their other original uh, material was terrible. It was terrible. Mm-hmm. Then they end up losing all those uh, mainstay st- uh, staples like Seinfeld and, and I think X-Files and those type of long running mm-hmm. things that people would binge. Once they started losing those and they kept, making this terrible original content like these documentaries. I don't know. Did, did they do the Fauci one? I can't remember who did that. I mean, Fauci's got, did you see Pelosi's going to have a new one. I did a vantage point about that. Pelosi's got her own documentary. Pelosi in the house. Good. I, who's, who's tell us, watching tell us how to be a crook. I want to, I want to <laughs> hear the lies, right? I want to know, Hey, Nancy, <laughs> tell me, how I can sit there and make millions of dollars right before the stock market does certain things and the federal yeah. government does things. How do we do that? Right. How You're do I go crook. into public service, make $200,000 a year and come out with 10 million, 10 million. Yeah. 10 Hanging million. out in my eight, $8 million house or whatever. No, she got like a hundred million dollars, man. Oh, she yeah. got a big she, crib. Yeah, man. Yeah. You know, now she'll say, Oh, it, it's, it's Polly P making all the money. Well, maybe Polly P's doing the transfers at her wickets, right? 
and you look at her her um stock changing shockingly it's on the mark right will nancy say anything of that nope she's a crook yeah. right she should be wearing silver bracelets in the lockup she's not above the law although they all think they are you know mm-hmm. fauci fauci got more bodies on his freaking you know that dude needs to go get the freaking juice and say see you later pal right you cared about I- the money you didn't care about people Apparently he's got a big wall of like paintings of himself and photographs of himself, portraits and mm. stuff. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Fauci, he's, he's another one, man. Criminal. Right. You look, <laughs> look at Biden Inc. Right. We're, we're sitting here. The president of the United States that supposedly got elected in there. Right. We won't even go down that road. Hmm. Nah. I, I say, no I say my man's compromised. Right. <laughs> got more, more documents on stuff. More Chinese oh, fingers, dude. all of them. You, you got you got politicians, more chais with Chinese spies, sleep with Chinese spies. I'm like, dude, what's wrong oh, with this dude. place? Right? Oh, dude. Every hey. five seconds, one of them dopes has a freaking <laughs> has a freaking top secret. Something's got a big boom, big stamp that says top secret yeah. on it every every other day. Dude, dude, I, I get busted with top secret documents, right? I'm going oh, dude, to the clink. Jail. <laughs> you know, clearance pulled going away. And, and no clearance. Why are we doing that? You're out of here. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Beat it. Oh, watch your head. Boom. Oh, my bad. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah it's my just, bad. Oh, man. Yeah. But, but God. It, no, I'm just saying this, this is where we, we, the people, right? People forget we, the people, we got to take control demand. Hey, Nancy, no documentary for you. Let me know how the inside of that eight by eight looks. Right. Yeah. Cause you ripped us off, you know? Oh, freaking <clears throat> Uncle Joe. Hey, man, y- you need to go away, bud. You've been compromised. You know, you-, you just cared about the money. That's all you cared about. You know, all the rest of you freaking cronies out there ripping us off, screwing the American people. And then we sit there and go, how are we in this dilemma? Hmm. I wonder. So, dude, I love anyway. Scooby-Doo, man. You talk I- about having a, a spot in my heart, bro. Mm-hmm. Zoinks. Zoinks. I'll be honest. When she first said that, when she first said that, yeah, man, uh, did you notice that my Velma is South Asian? No, no, I didn't. It looks like Velma to me. I thought it was Velma. It is Velma. Um, No, I didn't pay any attention, any attention to what race Velma was. I didn't because I love the character. I love the whole, Mm -hmm. the whole property. It's, it's great stuff. Mm -hmm. I just, I I tell you what, if they don't care what, people like us who grew up with it care about they don't care they just they just they just ruin them man but again trying to i'm going to watch it. it i'm going i'm going to watch it uh give it a it, mm-hmm. give it a fair shake not one chuckle if i if i hear a chuckle or if i have a chuckle i'll let you know about it but it better pick up in a hurry because it is awful absolutely awful well, she's too good for that yeah well, you do that, Mark, right? I'm going to go watch me some 80s Magnum PI. <laughs> go watch me some real entertainment. So, yeah, I'm doing it because of you guys. I'm doing it because of our, the, the De- folks who dedication. like listening to the show and allow us to keep doing it. So I, I feel a duty to report so that, you know, if they to choose to watch it, I'm not going to give it away. I'm not going to give away any, any surprises or, or any spoilers, but yeah. I don't think uh, you'll find this it. This is no spoiler that the first episode was awful, was absolutely awful. So anyway, guys, make sure you go to warhog.com and kellydefense.com. You know, we talked about lucky charms last time. 
Now we talked mm-hmm. talked about Scooby Doo. That's a yeah. couple of good solid uh, pieces of content right there, buddy. Don't forget Dude. to go to <laughs> patreon.com forward slash on the range podcast. You LEO guys and gals, get out there and take advantage of that special pricing tier for LEO only. Take advantage of that. We have a Zoom call coming up in the next day or so. So make sure <clears> that you do that and you get involved in that. We do those uh, bi monthly. Make sure you check that out. And also make sure you check out the firearms training notebook. 1% better every day. You can get it on the websites at warhog.com, kellydefense.com. Get uh, signed copies, or you can go to Amazon. They do a pretty good job of getting that printed out and shipped and have it in a few days. Yeah, buddy. Uh, yeah. So, again, you know, the swag's coming out. Um, we have an open enrollment pistol, still has some slots March 25th with Warhog Tactical and Kelly Defense in southwestern Ohio. And we also have a, um, Open enrollment rifle, same location mm-hmm. on March 26th. Spots available, but they're especially the pistol day. That that you yeah. know, I'd, I'd give that another week, ten days, and those are all going to be filled up, folks. So make sure you mm-hmm. go check those out. Anything beyond that, Rick? Um. So we got uh, open enrollment classes in New Jersey in April. Um, That's right. Still That's got right. some. Still got some slots there. Um. Uh, North Carolina in May. That's going to be a two-day combo course, rifle and pistol. Oh. Um, it's funny because Pat Max teaching the ladies next door, and uh, some oh, of the nice. husbands reach out, hey, say, say, hey, man, can we run a combo course next door? It's like, yeah. So still got some slots open for that one there. Uh, and then Tennessee starting to fill up uh, Royal Range mm-hmm. in Nashville, uh, one-day low-light pistol, and then just a, a one-day pistol course there. So, yeah, man, it's not going to be long for these things are – I'm sorry, guys. Closed, yeah. and you guys asked for them. Uh, they're out there. Um, I'd say jump on the bandwagon sooner rather than later. Because um, if not, you know, we we got some other things in the hopper. We'll talk about. I'm sure here uh, in the next month or two, and that will probably have a big impact for the rest of mm-hmm. open enrollment stuff for the rest of the year. So yeah, jump on them now so, while you can. Yeah. Anyway, thanks again, guys and gals, for joining us on another episode of On the Range Podcast. Let's do it again real soon, Rick. You know it, buddy. I want you to train hard, stay safe, and we'll see you guys out on the range. Boom.